Hi, welcome everybody to Squares of the Roundtable Podcast. My name is Jeff Stein, and with me is Mike Boyle. Howdy, Mike. How are you this week? I'm excellent. I'm doing good, Jeff. We seem to be missing an Ivan Rivera, but um, I forgot. Apparently, he has... uh, What gig does he have? I forget which one it is, but he's... Yeah. But I... Uh, it was my bad. I forgot to check my farmer's almanac and my sundial. Mm. Every third Monday of the month, he has his DJ gig. So ah, oh, it's every it third Kohl's? Monday. Every third Monday of the month, when the sun when the sun shines off of the obelisk, and I don't know, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, yeah. Um, so yeah, no. Uh, like I said, welcome to the show. We appreciate you listening in. And checking it out, uh, we are Ivanless today. Um, Sad face. But uh, we're, we're here, and we certainly definitely have a few things we, we can discuss and, and talk about. Uh, so I guess I'll start off with you, Mike. Uh, what, any, how was your week? What did you have going on? Did you see anything? Did you do anything? What did you do for Father's Day? Well, not much for Father's Day. I fixed the screen. I uh, had to take oh. some work from home with me. There was apparently through the glass, a stray cat was fighting with my cat. It was through the mm. glass, so we didn't have to worry about any of the people or animals getting hurt. But they had a fight through the glass, like pawing at each other. And one of the mm. cats, the outside cat, the stray from outside, had scratched the heck. Oh, oh, my screen was just awful, so I had to go and repair it. Ah. So screen repair is, is one of my many skills. My superpower is my ability to fix screen doors uh, in mm. super fast speed. So I did that on Father's Day, and and then it was nice. I had some nice, uh, some kind words from some of my coworkers on Monday because they know there was you know, it's one of those you know, well it was the second one actually. It's been almost two years since Dad died, and so this was only my second Father's Day without him, because we had a good Father's Day two years ago, you know. But anyway, then you got to get on to that note. But anyway, it was nice. I had a good day. <laughs> yeah, day. I, it's funny. I, uh, I have kind of the same thing with you with Father's Day, which is, it's like, okay, I don't have kids. Uh, my, I have a cat. <laughs> my father, my father, well, yeah. Well, I don't even have that. It's like, my father passed about six yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for me, Father's Day is kind of, like, weird. It's, like, in some ways, it's, like, can we just have, like, Man's Day instead of Father's Day or something yeah. like that? So, you know, it's, it's you know, what if there are some of us who aren't fathers kind of thing? Um, I don't know. It, it, yeah. So. Yeah, it's awkward. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the weird part is, too, is I've never really understood how this whole Father's Day thing works, okay? Because it's like on Mother's Day, it's like mothers don't do anything or they're not supposed to. They're supposed to be practically waited on like hand and foot. You do whatever you want. They want to do that day. Um, Like if they want to go shopping, if you're stuck at the opera or the ballet or something like that where you're like, oh, God, I would never go to this in a million years. Mother's Day. Oh, crap. Okay, fine. We're going. Um, you know, that kind of thing. And, but Father's Day, it's like, yeah, you go grill. Here's some he has to Yeah, the, the the dad has to grill out on Father's Day. Yeah, yeah. And fix the shed, too, while you're at That's it or right. something. Or, That's right. It's like, it's like, 
and the battery of the smoke alarm keeps beeping. Change the smoke alarm. Oh, and the yeah, shower right. head is leaking. You didn't yes. fix that too. Yeah, it's Father's Day. Go right. do these things that makes you a father. I don't know. And here's some socks that don't go with the, don't go with the sandals that you wear. Um, I don't, you know. Yeah. My dad um, never wore ties except for like really like formal events, you know. And there uh-huh. was the everyone. That's the gift that everyone says you get for dad for Father's uh-huh. Day. He never wore ties, so. So yeah, of course you go on Facebook and you see all the all the sentimental uh-huh. pictures and. So it's, yeah, it's good. Dad, and of course, the yeah, dad, yeah, Luke yeah, Skywalker yeah. and Darth Vader. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, yeah, I'd done that. Yeah, or I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Mary Poppins. Oh, daddy. God, yes, I did. I'm got your daddy. It. I uh, and then Mike starts ugly, ugly crying, as usual. No, nah, well. Um, so, yeah, it's a good, a good holiday, good weekend, nice, relaxing weekend. Um, <clears throat> see, last week, let's see, uh, we'll get into Krypton a little bit here. Um Watch the first half of season two, Cobra Kai. I love that mm. show. I just, I just, oh, it's like half, 50% 80s nostalgia, and the other half is just teen drama. And I just, I, I dig mm-hmm. it. I don't know what, I just love this show. And it's like, yeah, eat chunks of it. I love it. it. I'm waiting for it. Is it free? Is it officially on the free part of it now? Or I think is season it, um... one is free. I'm not sure okay. yet. Okay. But it's good. It's I, I still I... love it. It's funny because um, CBS All Access is airing the first season of The Good Fight, which is uh, The Good Wife spinoff. Um, they're airing it on CBS Network. They're airing it two episodes a no- two episodes every Sunday night. Um, so the first season they're airing, which I find interesting because it's like, I just was like, well, I'll never buy that, so so be it. I'll never see it. But magically, it's on now. I don't know if they're doing it to try to spur people to buy it, or or what the story is. But I thought it was interesting, just from the perspective of, hmm, um, it, you know, it, like I said, it was it's well done. It's a good show. That's a couple. I'm obviously a few seasons behind. I'm curious if they'll show us season two as well, or or season three down the road, and keep us a couple seasons behind. But to me, I kind of laugh. Because like, you know, would it be interesting if, you know, they decide to do the same thing with this or some of these other shows, um, which is to basically after a few seasons in the summertime when they need ratings to bring them on regular CBS network. Well, it yeah, so with, with, with the streaming services now, it makes sense in that regard. You know, in some ways it does make sense because it's like, you know, maybe you'd get a few people to sit there and go, oh, you know what? This is really good. All right. I'm willing to plunk down $9 to see if I can watch this in a month uh, with with the idea being that, you know, if you're CBS, you're crossing your fingers that those people will sit there and forget next month or they'll think, hey, you know what? Maybe I should keep this. And, and and that's you know that that's a legitimate gamble I guess I just don't know how people will I'm I'm just curious how people who bought CBS Access for these for a show like this to watch in the first place feel about the fact that um, that that really you know it's now all of a sudden yeah okay CBS is going to air it for free well they got to figure out a way to supplement new content with original 
uh, and original stuff from well, the, from the network, right? Right. Well, yeah. Well, and and to me, it is kind of funny because it's like you're paying for this new content, and only a portion of the people are seeing it. And if you are a few seasons behind like this, sure, why not? Why not air it this summer for a little bit and see if you can spur that? Or if you can pop a rating or two, hey, you know what? Okay, now you've got something that you can air in the summertime and pick up some some extra advertising money or extra advertising dollars. Who knows? Maybe it'll work. You know, maybe that's the direction. Although it's funny because you told me some things about Discovery that they'll definitely not be showing or have to cut. Yeah, uh, they the threw show. a couple of S bombs and um, Klingon boobs. Uh, was there Klingon boobage? Yeah, uh, wasn't there Klingon boobage? No, I heard not there was. really. No, there was a little bit Someone of told me a... skin, but not much. Somebody Nothing... said there was Klingon boobage. No, I don't remember. I don't know. No, mm-hmm. if I would remember that, no. <laughs> yeah, I would have remembered uh, that. Okay. It's not like uh, what the, the Dura sisters, you know, with the cleavage, but nothing like that. Okay. Well, no, um, no but they just like I... some language and a little bit of a uh, little, little, mm. little, little violent uh, with the, mm. what you call it? Uh, but yeah, no, no, I, like I said, to me, to me, I, I, I like, I was surprised, but, um, yeah, you know, same thing with Cobra Kai, which is, it sounds like they're going to put that on something more of a, you know, more of a advertiser kind of thing versus, hey, you got to pay for a subscription, which to me, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm willing to go out of my way to go find it if I don't have to pay for it. Because after a while, it starts to turn into how many more of these things I got to pay for. Yeah, so like <laughs> I said, I'm halfway through Cobra Kai season two, uh, mm-hmm. dig the show. Uh, what else? Um, what else was, oh, uh, Captain Marvel's out on DVD, so I got that okay. and, uh, watched the director's commentary and the featurettes and the deleted scenes and all that, so it was good, some goodies in there, like a couple of things were good, like a couple of things that Sam Jackson had improvised while filming that wound up in the film, mm-hmm. and, uh, the deleted scenes were interesting, most, most of the deleted scenes, uh, I, were okay. Uh, I like the fact that um, because when when the Kree they commune with the supreme intelligence, and you see the person uh-huh. they most admired, and of course Carol saw the uh, Wendy Lawson or Marvell because from her past. But the there's a scene where Yonrog communes with the supreme intelligence, and he sees himself. And I was like, that was a really cool uh, twist to it. But no, it was good. Uh-huh. Um, watched all that, and looks good in 4K. Uh, what else? Well, I think that was about it for me. Uh, didn't see any filmies. That's right. I saw two movies two week before. So this Friday uh, is Toy Story four. So it's good it's tracking good. So it's pretty good. Yeah. Um. The I did watch. I watched Widows off of uh, on demand on Friday night. What is that about? Um. It's the story of of. Three women, actually technically four, but three women who uh, their hus- who their husbands were essentially criminals, and they die, and then they essentially inherit this debt um, of that their that their husbands have, and then they have to pull off this job. So they end up doing it themselves, hmm. and uh, it's it's interesting. 
uh, and part of the reason it's interesting too is um, I didn't realize it, but apparently the original screenplay was written by Steve McQueen. And Steve McQueen. Uh, it was what yeah. was this like a remake or something from years ago? No, I guess he wrote this. He wrote this story, and the story was shelved. Years. No, it, it's no, it's been out for a little while. It just I hadn't gotten around to watching it. It's oh. been out. It's been out for about at least a year. Okay. Um, but I hadn't gotten around to watching it because you know sometimes I have to fight with people about what I can watch on the DVR <laughs> when they want to like watch a movie with me and they're like I don't want to watch oh, that that's violent that's right and yeah like, Wednesday oh. we were going yeah my that's when my friend came over we watched Cobra Kai and Krypton mm-hmm. and I hadn't watched the season premiere of Press Your Luck yet mm, okay yeah I watched both of them and, oh there were two uh, episodes. Yeah, there was one on Tuesday night and there was one on Wednesday. Oh, I didn't know there was a Tuesday night one. I just I just DVR'd the Wednesday one. Um, we'll talk about that here in a second, but yeah. Oh, okay. So I liked I liked Widows a lot. It was good. Uh, I I certainly. Um, I'm trying to think of who's in. Good cast. Liam Nielsen is in there. I'm trying to remember what the heck her name. Qui Gon. The the one the one the one. Uh, God. What's her name? Um, From what? I'm drawing a blank. I hate when this happens, when it's like, okay, it's a famous actress. I just don't want to sit there and say, this famous black actress. Well, that narrowed it down. Um, Lupita uh, Nyong'o? No, no. Um, Who's the one from Suicide Squad, the woman? Who plays Waller? I I didn't see Suicide Squad, all of it. I have the DVD... (laughs) I never watched it. I can't remember her name. Well, okay. Well, anyway, anyway, really, she's really good. There's a couple other, like I said, it, it's 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 an interesting movie. Um, Colin Farrell is in there too, uh, and 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 like I, and uh, what you would call it? Um, oh God, why am I? Um, Robert, what's his name? Oh, older guy. Why is my brain drawing a blank? I Robert Redford. <laughs> no, not Redford. Older Robert. Oh, my brain is farting, and it's not fair. Um, oh, don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. A good cast. Apparently, it's originally written by Steve McQueen, and it definitely has a McQueen feel to it. It's it's entertaining, and you know, certainly worthwhile. I you know, it's. If we're going to talk about yeah, man's, I would say it's about three and a half out of three and a half out of four. So, okay. Um, like I said, if you, if if that's what you're looking for, no, I'm sorry, Jeff. We use the five yeah, man system here. Oh, I'm sorry. Then it's three three out of five out of a three point five out of five. I, I will. I'll go there. That's fine. Um, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall, that's who I'm looking for. He played Man of Arms in the Master Universe movie. Yeah. Um, God, now that the name of the woman's going to bother the hell out of me. It's Viola Davis. Yes. IMDb, I'm cheating. I'm using IMDb. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, Yeah, Viola Davis. It's like, you know. Is it Viola or Viola? It doesn't matter. All I know is every time it's like she. <laughs> now I need to like Google she, that. And she like plays the same. Sometimes I feel like she plays the same role over and over again. It's like it's the same woman who is constantly like the one who is like, "I'm in charge, and this is what we're gonna do." 
and this is how we're gonna do it. I'm a badass. And she has this, like, entire, like, persona of, like, if you don't do what I say, I'm going to take your scrotum and I'm going to pull it up over your head. Mm. Well, if that's your thing. And the worst part, and the worst part is, she could probably do it. <laughs> I mean, she's kind of got that thing going on. It's like, okay. But, like, all the movies she's in, like, lately, or even that show, the one, the, the Shonda Rhimes show, she's like that, too. Well, if she's, she if she's trained, thing? she can do that, then... You can yeah. so at least it was believable. So sometimes they have these situations where these you know ninety five pound women doing martial arts and crazy stuff like it doesn't seem like credible unless they have like like superpowers. But they have like yeah. you know mad martial arts skills and all that. Yeah, I mean that's the one thing too about or like you see there's a perfect example of why I laugh because like somebody was talking about Gail, somebody was like. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of those women who play these roles really couldn't do it. I'm like, yeah, Gail Godot can. Yeah, uh, Gail Godot. Gail Godot <laughs> trained the Israeli Defense Force and Krav Maga, which is probably the most deadly martial art in the world. Yeah. Um, don't screw with her. She can. <laughs> yeah. She can legitimately hurt you and kill. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's not somebody you want to screw with. That's right. No. Um, she doesn't need bodyguards. She will kill you. Her. That's right. You know the bodyguard. Yeah. I feel like really, reality. You're with the body. They hide behind so her. Can kill you. No, yeah, time <laughs> or no. She. They buy time so that she can get in a position to kill. That's right. Yeah, they're just the henchmen. She's the boss. Yeah. Fight. Yeah, really. <laughs> Boy, these these bodyguards weren't very. Ah, right. now she pulled my scrotum up over her head. My right. head and. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, but Viola Davis always comes off that way. Even if, even if you're like sitting there going, I could like take this woman and hang her up on a coat hanger or something like that. But she does really kind of come off as like, okay, I shouldn't mess with that woman. She might be me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, it was good. Like I said, uh, I did see rocket man, um, which was interesting. Um, did you like it? So now I, I liked it. Yeah, it was you know, good. It, it, I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. And I think I think what was interesting to me is see you and I grew up grew up we were eighties kids. Yeah. We were more like eighties and nineties kids. So to me I I don't know about you, but I always am kinda like to me, the the back half of Elton John's career to me, in some ways, is more interesting than the drug-infused one in the beginning. Um, because you're talking about how Elton John was able to basically continue to transcend in an era of the likes of Madonna, Prince, Michael Jackson. Um, and all the Bruce. rock bands, you know, well, he all, still uh, stayed I mean, relevant all, in pop music. Right. Considering all the amazing pop acts of the 80s, somehow Elton John stayed relevant in the 80s and then even was relevant in the 90s. Very relevant. Almost pretty much relevant to the the early 2000s. Yeah. You know? I mean, to me, that's the amazing part about Elton John, but none of that really is in the movie. Although, what's fun, I don't know if you caught this or not, I want love is one of the first songs they do in the mo- in, in Rocket Man, and yet I love I want love 
is a 2001 song. Yeah, I know. It's just like when they did Saturday Nights All Right for Fighting, and that's they talked about when he's working his way through bars or whatever. It's just, it's like it was yeah. autobiographical in a musical sense, obviously. But like I said, we talked about I talked about it yeah. when I reviewed it, but it was done in a cool way. But it wasn't if you're not. It was just him telling a story, but the yeah. songs weren't chronologically correct, which is kind of nah. Um, well, it was interesting because, like I said, it was interesting to me because it's like if you're going to talk about that time frame and yet you're using music, you put, you pulled music from later on yeah. some instances, which was which was strange because I'm like, that was kind of a weird disconnect moment for me because I'm like, okay, I know that this movie is talking about the first act of Elton John's career and yet here's a song – Here's a song that I know was from the second act of his career. And the reason I know is because it's there's the video that's like a lot of people remember where it's like young Robert Downey Jr. just kind of like walking um, like through a hallway. And it's pretty cool. But um, yeah, I, I thought it was, I liked what I saw again. Take, uh, and take Donovan out of nowhere. Um, good to say, good to see taped out of it in a movie. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, to me, I, I thought it was interesting. I liked it. The other thing, it was weird. I wanted to talk to, uh, um, it's too bad Ivan's not here. Cause I wanted to ask him about something. Um, pinball wizard. I didn't realize Elton John did, did a cover of that. Oh, did he? I don't know. Well, maybe it was just one of his stage like shows. Like sometimes they'll play covers, like you know, during the encore or something. Well, because yeah. at one point he's, you know, when they're doing like the tour thing where he's like, going, yeah, he's yeah, it's the dizzy, yeah, and he's playing, and I'm like, well, that's strange because I know that's the Who. Yeah. Why is he playing it? And then he re- apparently he covered it in '76 and and and. The way I read it when I went to look it up, it sounds like they had him sing it for the Who Tommy movie. But I'm curious as to why, and I didn't know if maybe Ivan had an answer for that. But we don't have Ivan. One day we really need Ivan. No, um, mega and his whoop. mega ability. But you know, yeah, musical. Any musical yeah. news, we go right to him. He's our yeah, source yeah. for anything. And especially before 1980, he yeah. knows this stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's... But yeah, like I said, I mean, it was interesting. It just... Can can I admit that it's like... Why do I have a feeling we're going to get more... From like the 60s and 70s... Uh, from these these iconic people from the 60s and 70s... Where it's... it's we're going to basically get this... Okay, we... We rose up through the through the through the ranks, and then we got trashed on drugs and alcohol, and and now here's our second act triumphantly. Okay. Yeah, but because all the vices Elton John had, he's lucky mm-hmm. he's still alive. Right. Well, no, but I mean, like, okay, so now we've gotten, and now we've yeah, it's going to happen now, again now, with all these other right, artists. Right. Right. Who? I mean, I'm like, I'm like, okay, who's next? Who, who's next that we're going to do another one of these just like this one? Because it's like, 
Throw a you, name you know. at a dartboard. Right, right. I'm like, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. It's like, who, who would you put up next that you could do something like that? And I'm trying to think who's, who's, cause it's like, the other thing is, is it's like, think about this. So yeah, Freddie Mercury was queen, but they really kind of focused on Freddie Mercury. They didn't necessarily really focus on queen. If you don't understand what I mean. So yeah. even if you're going to take an iconic rock band, they're going to want to focus on one individual from the beginning. I don't know. Maybe what you think they could get away with doing Stevie. What? Maybe Stevie Nicks. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't no. know. I mean, I'm just trying to think because I feel like they're not going to do 80s people yet, which would be interesting because there's some stuff from the 80s that would be interesting as hell. Um, especially 80s rock bands. You know. Um, I think. Well, this harkens back to like one of my favorite musical bios was the. Mm-hmm. NBC did a mini series on the the Temptations, and mm-hmm. that was really good. And I I appreciate that mini series yeah. format because you have enough time to flesh out these characters and tell this really good story. Like like a two hour movie sometimes is not enough. Like like you said, like we wanted to see the other end of Elton John's career. You know the. the I just wonder because it's like it seemed like I just wonder because it's like I it, it, I get the impression that. They weren't interested in talking about that part. I don't know. I mean, I guess people's reaction is this is the interesting part. And to me, it's like. Well, I, must, I kinda... Obviously, I didn't know anything about Elton John's crappy childhood. So, right, was... right. That, I mean, there's that. At the same time, I'm kind of like, again, I think this is an example of where this is an example where if we were 10 years older this would have been a little bit more fascinating if you versus we both kind of grew up in the eighties. So we knew Elton John from the eighties, the nineties and the thousands. And to me, my first reaction, cause I hadn't seen it when I'm, when you saw it, my reaction was like, okay, so do they talk about, do they talk about the death of Prince Diana? No. Do they talk about how he ended up doing the Lion King? No. You know, do they talk about the time he had a spat with Tina Turner? No. Where they were supposed to be doing, they were supposed to be doing a concert tour together and the two of them went at it and in the end it basically killed the concert tour. No. None of those things get brought up. And I'm like, to me, that's the stuff where it's like, okay, that's, that's interesting. You know, um, or, or I'll take a step further. Now that I'm thinking about it and I even thought about it. When Eminem was like radioactive with the gay community, and Elton John decided to do was to, to, decided to do um, a oh, duet with him. A, what song did they perform? Was it Stan? I think it was Stan. Yeah, I think it was Elton. I think it was it was Eminem Stan, um, where Elton John ended up basically play took the Dido the Dido part of Stan, and the two of them were together on stage. Um, I mean, to me, I think some of that would be really interesting to talk about, but seems like, what, we gotta get, here's the funny part, what, we gotta get Rocket Man. Rocket Man 2. Yeah. First I mean, biopic in, sequel. It could happen. You know, well, that's the funny part, because it's like, it's funny you say that, because 
when Boys in the Hood came out. Uh, uh, no, not Boys in the Hood. Uh, Straight Outta Compton, which is the NWA uh, movie, which was phenomenal, by the way. Really, really good movie. Uh, there was talk because of where they ended. There's about, more to tell. About the back half and the sequel and all that stuff like that. Because they essentially end it with Dre walking out, Dr. Dre walking out of Death Row Records pretty much like, okay, I have none of my masters from some of the greatest albums of all time, and I got to start fresh and start over. And yeah, I wanted Ivan here to talk about that, um, the press release they made about that fire. There were all those... These master recordings were just were destroyed in 2008 or something like that, and they just this just became public now that the extent of all the mm. destruction of all these these unreleased tapes and songs and tracks and stuff from all these artists yeah, ranging wow. from ranging decades was never. Uh, but I have a lot something to talk about with Ivan next week. Yeah, but like no, I I thought terror. Like I said, I thought. Um, Taron Egerton definitely nailed it. I thought he was really good. Uh, I, I enjoyed the movie. I really, I, I thought it was, you know, it's different than Bohemian Rhapsody, and I'm glad it is because I don't think I wanted to see another Bohemian Rhapsody. If anything, I think what's interesting is this movie, the way it's set up, I almost feel like it's about seventy-five percent the way to, okay, if I wanted to transform this into a Broadway play, I could. Oh, yeah, easy. Like a Broadway musical. I easily, I think it could easily be done. We're about 75% of the way there, and this could end up being a Broadway musical. And it's funny you say about the Temptations, because that's on Broadway now, too. Mm -hmm. uh, where they made the Temptations into a musical well lately. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, to me, I think it's, you know, it's funny cause I think, like I said, you and I look at this like, okay, here's the, all this other part of his career. And this is the part that's interesting, but I get why everybody would be interested in the other side of it. It's yeah, unfortunate. Cause it's just my generation or whatever. Right. Well, it goes beyond that. It's like, okay. Uh, drugs coming out as gay, uh, all the alcohol, promiscuity and all that. So right, promiscuity, crazy outfits, um, versus Elton John, who overcomes all that, and the outfits aren't nearly as crazy. <laughs> yeah. But but you know, there you go. But yeah. that's it's an Oscar nod for Taron, and it was well deserved. Yeah, I'm curious to see if he gets a shot at an Oscar yeah. with it, with this performance. I am curious. I think, uh, you know, if you definitely were looking at, at what this Remy Malik for, for, for Freddie Mercury, then this to me seems like an Oscar nomination without question, you know? I, yes, so, I agree. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I, I'm going to go, man, I'll go four out of five. Yeah, so that's about what I put it at. It hey, good. did you get did you get a preview for a movie called The Kitchen? Yes, that looks good. 
It looks okay. So I guess it's tangentially uh, DC. It's a well, it's a Vertigo book. Okay. It's a Vertigo book, which means it's not in DC continuity. Right. It means okay. that it's usually their adult, more adult, um, imp- more of their adult reader imprint. Okay. And I've heard good things about it. I just realized it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a Netflix thing rather than an actual movie movie. But I, I think it looks interesting. I and honestly, based on on pre based on the preview, I was kind of like, okay, this could be. Depending on how this goes, this could be a movie. Maybe this could be a movie where where Melissa McCarthy really kind of. I mean, I know she was nominated for Best Picture Actress last year, but this could really take her over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could be wrong. I could be very wrong. You looked um, okay. Did you? In see the meantime, a... okay, go ahead. I was going to say, go ahead. Oh, uh, did you see a preview for a movie called Yesterday? Yes, I do yeah. want to see that. Uh, that's interesting. I like the concept. I think it's. I think it's different. That's yeah, just a celebration um, of the Beatles music. Well, and it's certainly an interesting. I, I I have seen I had seen the preview for that a while back. It, it that that preview's been out there for a while, and it looked it looked interesting when I saw it at the time. And at least it's something a little different. I'm curious to see where it goes. It's got some buzz. I don't know that it's going to be like a blockbuster blockbuster, but I think it'll do okay. And I think it's got legs, unlike Shaft. And am I the new MIB? And yeah, they're, um, they're up, not uh, not living up to expectations. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, movie stuff. Uh, they've confirmed that Joker's going to be R-rated. Yeah. So I guess we. I don't know if we was presumed that when I saw the first trailer because it does look pretty scary. Yeah. Pretty, like, I assumed it. I guess I, yeah. I didn't think it would be anything different. Yeah. Um, boy, people really burying Dark Phoenix. Yeah, and I guess really the director burying. the director says, I'll take the heat. I'll and take the blame. And the writers, too. Yeah. And it's like, it's funny, because we talked I, about this. Wasn't it supposed to come out in February originally, right? It was, it would have been, the release date had been bumped more than once. Once because right. of James Cameron, because of uh, Battle Alita or whatever, Alita Battle yeah. Angel. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, just, um, it wasn't that terrible. And it's not as bad as X3. It was just a little predictable, and some yeah. of the plot points were dumb, but it wasn't horrible. I still had some, I had some fun watching it, but it wasn't, it wasn't the shit show I'll, everyone's made it out to be. I'll definitely go see it. Um, I, you know, it's funny, like the Shaft movie and the new Men in Black movie. I'll see it. I'll see them at some point. Yeah, I wouldn't pay to see either of those, but I'll. I, I wouldn't mind seeing. Well, them. that's well, that's what I mean. I'm kind of like in that mode where it's like, I'm not paying big money to see those movies. No way. Uh uh-uh. uh. Hmm. Um. No way. And 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 at the time when I saw them on previews, I was just like, like the Shaft movie. I'm like, you're, ten. Like, wow, that's a long time to go between movies. I remember the first one. I enjoyed it, but it's like, okay, this has been a long time, and now I don't know that I really care for another Shaft movie at this point. Yeah, it's or, like same thing with Men Black. It's the sequel nobody asked for. Yeah, and, and and there's an example too. It's like, okay, fine, you you want to do new things, 
All right, but the problem is, is if you want to do new things, spin it off, figure out a better way to spin it off from the old things. You know, um, fine, kill. Off. I don't know. Have Tommy Lee Jones at the beginning of one of the episodes at the beginning of the movie, and he gets killed off, and then they have to bring in new people or something. I don't know. Hmm. It's like, and, and you know what? I, I now, in fairness, I haven't seen. Maybe he's in there, but it's like what? No Will Smith cameo at all. Right. Then they do. They did three of those, right? Men yeah. In Black. Yeah. Yeah, and no mention of. I don't know if there was a mention at all of uh, Tommy Lee Jones or Will Smith's character. I have no idea. No, no, no. I, I don't know. There could be uh, a Rip Torn or what's his name? Um, is it Rip Torn? Yeah, right. I, the guy who played the boss. The guy who's in uh, Dodgeball. I don't remember. Honestly, uh, you know the the coach, the guy who goes, "If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball." Yeah, God, it was ninety seven when that came out. Yeah, the first Men in Black. Yeah. Oh my holy God! Oh yeah, next week is the thirtieth anniversary of the Keaton Nicholson Batman. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably watching over the weekend. That was a yeah. big deal thirty years ago. That was a big deal yeah. for me. That was, uh, no, it was. You know, back when I was yeah. a kid. I- yeah, I mean, to to me, it's kind of funny because I remember. I mean, I remember we. It was funny. I was in New York with my with my parents. Mm-hmm. I was in New York, and we were on vacation, and took time out of my out of vacation to be like, we are going to see Batman. I don't care. Uh, saw it in a Times Square theater too. No, like, yeah, and awesome. and then it was. And then afterwards, we walked into Macy's, and there was all kinds of Batman shirts and stuff. And I was like, "Oh my god, give me, give me, give me!" <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, in 1989, you know, you you look at the Superman movies from from the 80s and that Batman movie, and really, those are the movies that you can thank for everything we got today. That's right. True that. You know, we, we you know, those, those are the two movies. And, uh, uh, I don't, you know, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that, yeah, I'm care. I'll, I will go see Toy Story 4. I'm not in a rush. Really, I mean, the next thing I'm really kind of like, ooh, ooh, gotta see it, gotta see it, gotta see it is Spider-Man. Yeah, that's another two weeks. Two weeks from tomorrow, I think. Is it really? Wow. Is, uh, God, the summer's is, going fast. Yeah, it's July. My tickets are for Tuesday, July 2. Okay. So. Yeah. I definitely, yeah. That's a, I want to see it. Mm-hmm. So that, uh, that'll be, that'll be fun. But, uh, yeah, uh, it, to, to, before you get to, we go to the Krypton, uh, press your luck. Uh, I definitely, I, you know, gotta tell you, I, I liked it. I have no problem with Elizabeth Banks being the new host. If anything, the only, I hate to tell you what the problem is. Laugh at them. Go ahead. The competitor, the people who are the competitors just aren't crazy enough. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you remember when you were a kid and you'd watch that show and those people looked like they, like, 
maybe like you'd be sitting with there, their, like, maybe you should, with the palm of their hand hovering over the button. It's right. Like, oh, come like, on, don't get them with the big bucks, man. Right. Or, or be like, like be like, maybe we should call nine one one. They might have a heart <laughs> or something. You know, be like, please, please, oh my god, please, 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 don't, no, and like, like begging and pleading. Like, like their life depends on it. And like people don't do that now on game shows. So it's like, that's what I feel like is missing. Although there was a little bit of that on some of the competitors were better on Wednesday than Tuesday. Okay. And, um, this second part that they're doing, I don't know if you've caught it. So it's an hour show. And it's one hour show. Yeah. Press your luck was always half hour. Right, so the second half hour is kind of like is basically a, a singular version of press your luck. It's almost kind of like someone sat there and said, "Okay, we're going to take a lot of the elements of deal or no deal, and then basically put them into press your luck." Well, they still have like like first half of the show as you accumulate points for like winning or any like uh, yeah the spins getting, and all that yeah, stuff. Oh, trivia yeah, questions yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. But the back half is they pretty much reset the game for the, for the person who won. And that person basically has four whammy – can get – when they get four whammies, they're out. And essentially they get set up their own giant big board and they have to go a certain amount of spins automatically before they can stop. Um, okay. The only thing is – they they add in like personal gifts that they would want, or um like the prizes are bigger like the rat like and they can stop in between rounds, hmm. but like they'll go up to like fifty uh, a, a a tile that's like fit like a fifty thousand tile. Wow, they never bigger. yeah the original game had no right. more than five thousand, but of course that was thirty right. years ago. So right, but like for example, like th- like in this version, it was like. They, this person wanted a trip to Paris, had always wanted a trip to Paris. So there's like a two week VIP, like penthouse luxury trip to it, to like Paris available, that kind of thing. Like, uh, you know, there's cars, there's all that kind of stuff. And yeah, no, it's, there's a lot there. I just missed the part of where, I don't know, I think, and the funny part is, is if they ever, if anybody gets up to 500,000, the game accumulates 500,000 in that part of the show, the game stops and they automatically double it and the person wins. Whoa. Nice. Um, so, okay, so the whammies, uh, were the whammies funny? They're they hit or their miss. Money away. They're hit or miss. Um, I wish the whammies were a little bit more. In some ways, it's like, okay, they're canned now, and it's like either the people aren't doing enough, or the whammy. And now it's like the whammies are more about I'm taking doing wacky stuff, you know yeah. that kind of. The, it's funny. The first night it was better. Like the first night, they had one where it was the they were like the bachelor, and the guy was handing out all the roses, and it like the money would go away. Or <laughs> it was like one day it was like the person was like Oprah or something, and, and the money went away. Yeah, those were pretty good. I I. A lot of ABC tie-ins, okay. It would be cool if they had, like, the whammy, 
And the whammy was actually a little bit like more interactive where it could be like taunting the person on purpose. Like while they're getting whammied, if you know what I mean. Hmm. Yeah, they have that you technology know, like now, especially in post, you know, right. they just have the voice of the whammy saying, you know, sorry, Glenda, wah, 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 you know. Well, they don't even need to do, like, in, in, in post, they could probably do it right there and there. Just be like, be like, you're an idiot. <laughs> or, or like, because like one person, I swear to God, no lie, this one woman had won a Jaguar, okay? A car? Yeah, the car. Whoa. Had won a Jaguar. Like in the regular rounds, and it was like, oh my god! And then the whammy shows up, oh, and, and I swear to God, car. I swear to God, it would have been hysterical if at that moment it's like, oh, look, a brand new Jaguar. Thanks, so and so. Yeah, that was something like that. That's the show like, I want. Right? Oh yeah. No, I. That's what's. But that's what's missing. Yeah. That's the only thing that's missing from the show. It's like that. It's like, <laughs> like. The competitors like dying on stage, and the whammy just not mean enough. Um, otherwise, it's right there, and I heard the ratings are good. so. You know, maybe maybe they'll tweak it. Maybe they'll do things that they need to. Do, but but yeah, I, and I usually the it. summer is not you know ideal for new programming. You know, a lot of trial balloons this time mm-hmm. of year for new shows. If anything, that, a lot of them don't really make it them. through the summer, so. If we'll anything, I, I, if anything was interesting, I'm not a fan of card sharks, but the freaking people on card sharks, if you took the freaking competitors that were on card sharks for the first show and you put them on press your lock, now we got a show. Because mm. those people were nuts. I mean, those people were nuts. And they're like, the one guy was like, what? like jumping around and dancing all over the place. And mm. I'm like, that, that that's who you need. That's what you need to press your luck is those, because hmm. those people would be having a small fit, you know. Well, um, then it's the producers and people in the studio saying, you know, because trying to rile up the audience because you will see it on like Deal or No Deal, not Deal, but uh, what to call it? Uh, let's make a deal with Wayne Brady, or you make mm-hmm. it see it with uh, Price is Right with Drew Carey. I mean, the people mm-hmm. get really animated. When they get up on stage and you know, they get to meet Drew and they they're hugging him and they're jumping mm-hmm. they're hopping up and down you know it's all about the people in the studio the producers saying okay you know this is all for fun hope you guys have lots of fun great prizes so have a great time and everybody you know just to get in the get the crowd riled up you know Maybe that's well part I of mean it. it's like here I'll give you an example like when the woman lost Jaguar yeah okay and she's like I mean she was certainly upset yeah but. Imagine if it was like you or I lost the jab. I'd be like, it wouldn't be like, well, you know, we'll just get right back on the horse. Yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> yeah. No! You stole my Jaguar, you little freaking stupid troll. Give me my Jaguar back. All right. You know, we'd be like a little bit more animated. I don't, like I said, it's a good show. It, it, I'm glad it's back. Um, at the same time, no, I, I, and Elizabeth Banks is not, but she, she's not the other guy. The other guy was perfect for that show. The other guy was cardboard. We can't even remember his name. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but he was really, he was perfect for that he, show. Well, he did, I guess he did all right, but I just, well, we'll see. We'll see how this show goes if they, if it gets yeah. picked up. So I'll well, watch it. Things. I have it on the DVR. I'll watch eventually. So. 
I heard good things. I heard they had they had good numbers. So yeah, good. So far, so good. Um, but yeah, no, I yeah, that, that that's. But yeah, tr- press that was the only thing on press your life. Okay. Why? Because I'm watching it. And I'm like, I feel. Bored. What's the problem? Oh, I know what the problem is. These people aren't crazy enough. <laughs> <laughs> These people, and I mean, when I say that, I don't mean the. I mean like the contestants are not crazy. It's like they've all been conditioned to like they've seen enough game shows where they're like, yeah, you know, it's just great to be here. No, no, I want to win some just... great. St- I want to win some cool stuff and screw right. these other people. Right, I got thirty thousand dollars in Grammy just by money. Right, this isn't Jeopardy where everybody's civil and yeah. it's all quiet and and very polite applause when somebody wins the daily double. No, <laughs> this is right. pressure or, luck. It's us versus them. Like, Deal or no deal. Like when they when the when the wrong case goes away, and they're like, "That's okay, that's all right." And, and it's kind of like that mentality. And you're like, that's not what this show. <laughs> that's not what this show's about at all. This is about like this is the show where it's like, yeah, I want you to be like, not be like, all right, that's okay, that's all right, that's or like, ah. <laughs> So I don't know. I yeah. Um, thoughts on Krypton? Let's get there. It certainly was a season two premiere, um, and sure enough, mm-hmm. not enough happened. But it was still like, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, they spent well. It seemed like the Phantom Zone's pretty easy to get out of when you got the Rock of Justice or whatever. But. Uh, but, oh yeah. yeah, I guess spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen this yeah, season oops. two premiere of Krypton. Um, yeah. uh, Seg makes it out of the Phantom Zone in about what seems like 10 minutes. Uh, not even really. Well, I mean, I, mean, I they can't just, much. I see why they can't dwell on Seg just being all like trippy and just trying to figure out, cause the Phantom Zone is a bunch of nonsense. It's nonsense. You, you, you don't know. You have no concept of time, and I like that idea where see, it could be not, days, could be years. That, see, that's not how I thought the Phantom Zone looked when they did it, where it's like you're totally tri- like that trippy. I thought it'd be more like okay, you're walking around and then you can see things at different times, and it's a little bit more clear because in the comics it seems like you can kind of watch from afar and it's. Like, clear at times it's not nearly light as trippy like that hmm. um and i thought there'd be more time where he and brainiac had to talk in there but yeah instead they're just walking around in the back lot of the studio <laughs> uh they got lost they left the back door open <laughs> it's like where's the food truck i'm hungry but i will say this my biggest hit i will give them one of my problems with arrow this year is they put Oliver. They put Oliver in jail, and I'm like, "All right, fine." And he was there for like an episode. It was like, "All right." Now he's there for two episodes. Now he's there for like four episodes. And he's still like, in jail, folks. And I'm like, and you're, and you're just like, okay, enough. Get him out of there. Yeah. When's he gonna? Like, where's his bow, man? Want to see? Yeah. Some, seriously, yeah. it's like it's like how many more episodes are you gonna be stuck? Because I I'm getting. You should have been gone by now. And, and, I, and whereas I will give them credit, at least they got him out of the in one episode. But 
Um, I feel like they should have kind of waited one more, maybe two more. I yeah, the know. resistance movement is happening. Uh, yeah. So that's what's going to be what obviously big part of how uh, how the people yeah. of Krypton were going to repel the this rule of Zod before yeah. he makes his before he gets to outer space and takes over yeah. everything. So. But Adam yeah. had a, yeah it seems like Adam had a lot to do in the first of this first episode and that's good cuz yeah. he's got the the device that allows him to travel like that so so that's cool no I'm well, yeah, I'm fine I'm satisfied I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more episodes Yeah that's the Zeta beam Yeah yeah right. I I I got to say if I'm glad that Adam Strange is not time because if I was like a classic Adam Strange fan I would probably hate this show. I really would. Cause this is, cause they totally make Adam Strange into like this inept idiot, um, who seems to be bungling. And that's like not the history of that character. Right. At, at all. Um, he really is more of a classic character, very much more like a, like a Buck Rogers or Flash Gordon kind of character. Much more competent. Yeah. Oh, far more. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and, you know, of course, they wait all episode to give us the one thing we all want. And not enough. Not enough Lobo. Pretty much the only Lobo we saw is what's in the promos. Yeah. Only promo Lobo. That's all we got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. Promo Lobo. Sorry. I think that's week's episode name. Promo Lobo. Promo Lobo. <laughs> I don't uh, care for the the accent though. I always look caught like uh, like I remember uh, from I, Justice League where he's just like this. What was it Ron Perlman who was the voice of Lobo? I don't remember. I thought it was what's it? I don't forget. Everyone's who it was. got Raymond. Yeah, maybe it was. Not not Ray Romano. No, the other one, the brother. <laughs> oh, Brad Garrett. Yeah. I oh, yeah. Brad Garrett did Lobo. Yeah, he's done lots of voice work, Brad. Um, what was he in? What, what he was in Toy Story? Was he one of the Toy Story guys? Was he Brad Garrett? I'd have to look that I up. But, but he's done. Yeah, he's done lots of voice work over the years. Yeah. So. But anyway, so okay, so he's. Uh, did you already? Did you see? The I'm sorry. So good. Go ahead, Jeff. Did you, did you see they were already greenlighting a pilot, Lobo? Okay. For a separate Lobo series already. They oh. haven't even started Krypton. They're already greenlighting a Lobo show. Um, okay. I'm like, okay. Um, so, okay, so here's my question. Alright. You got Zod running the... You got Zod... And his mother from the past. Right. But you got Zod seemingly pretty much running all of... Yep, he's in charge. He's large okay. and in charge. You got, you know, Brainiac ain't dead. Oh, of course not. No. Okay. Okay. So you got him roaming around, and then, by the way, not seen at all in the entire episode. Doomsday. Yeah. All we hear all right. is that he's like missing. So. Mm -hmm. Right. But a guy right. like that, so, I so, think it's hard to find, hard to make. What I'm trying to say is, uh, Doomsday would not hide. He wherever he is, you'd kind of know he was there because yeah. of the death and destruction that followed him. Mm -hmm. 
which makes you wonder. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, 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 I guess here's where I'm getting at this. So, so let's kind of do the role on the other side, shall we? You have Adam Strange. Uh, the Resistance, which doesn't seem like much of. It's like three people. Yeah. Seg. By the way, all. By the way, oh P.S. All the Kryptonians under a red. Yeah. Okay. So you've got Seg. This three-person resistance, and really now it's down to like two because they stole what's her name. Yeah, the um, the white-haired chick who was the yeah. was it Corvex was yeah. it House of Vex or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the, and then the silver-haired chick, the right. uppity chick. Yeah, right. So you got her. You got the couple of others. Okay, you got Seg L. Seg's grandpa. And 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 yeah, you got the grandpa. You've got Adam Strange, who's kind of bungling, and maybe. Maybe you got Lobo, but you never can really trust Maybe Lobo. 50% of the time you got Lobo on your side. Okay. What odds are you giving these people? No. That's why they have to create this resistance. I don't care what resistance you have. Yeah. You- it's like they're like, you know, like reconditioning their populace. Uh, nonconformity is eradicated. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like. Fine. Maybe one of these threats they could all together. But. I don't know. Zod, Brainiac, and Doomsday. Uh uh. Maybe they'll have to team up or something. But we'll, well see. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, I'm just like. I feel like. It's like. And, and they're already kind of bidding. Like, playing both ends. Lobo needs to do. It's like, well, Lobo's like the only thing that they got going that at least in a fight with Doomsday, you might have a shot. Okay? Otherwise, I don't know what else you got to stop Doomsday. Because Doomsday is still Doomsday, and they're all under a red sun. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't get it. So, yeah, I'm... It, it, it they got a they got a long road ahead of them. They got their work cut out for them. So well, that was the, the first thing I said. The first thing I said when Brainiac escaped and they're in the forest with Seg, I was like, "Does this planet have a yellow sun?" Yeah. Well, It'd be like if it does, then yeah, I, Seg's in trouble. Then Brainiac's in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um. And that's that's well. That's that's the other thing. It's like that's the other thing that's not clear. By the way, either. No. Um, that planet, that backlot forest planet, yeah. <laughs> is that during that time frame or some other time frame? Where are they in time? They can yeah. be anywhere in time. Yeah, they can travel through the Phantom Zone. They can travel through mm-hmm. space and time, correct? Right. Yeah. Which makes me wonder. See, this is what I'm wondering, too. It's like, okay, I can't imagine that Lobo's that old. No. If you understand what I mean. Yeah. I mean, Lobo would then be 200 years old. No. Plus. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So he must have traveled. This is the the future. Well, Brainiac said, this was my home world, and now Mm -hmm. it's all, you know, green. So there's no technology left. It is the distant future. Well, but that doesn't make any But that doesn't make any sense because we know Brainiac 5. Well, let me rephrase that. I don't know this for a fact because I'm 
good he is, but Brainiac 5 comes from that planet as well, and at that time it's technological, but that's in the 31st century. Yeah, so, so well, that's, I don't well, know. That's, that's well, a and, ways and, off, so... See, that's the other thing that's interesting to me to me is that's the reason I'm making I'm, ma- I'm making a comment, Mike, is I'm kind of like sitting here and I'm like, they are vastly outmanned. Yeah. And I'm like, what, can we be seeing like somebody come out of that we're not expecting? Because it was interesting. Um, I, I read an interview where they were talking about apparently Lobo was a character that they had available to them at the beginning of, of when they were able to do the show. And that they have a specific list of characters that they can and can't use for the show. Or at least they can use for the show. And one of the ones was Lobo. And so they knew that they had him from season one, and they didn't have a place for him. But they knew they were going to bring him in on season two. Hmm. Okay. Because it seems like so much of season one was just so wasted. Just as walking through the same damn underground corridor for like two, three episodes, it seemed like. So it's finally Um, good to see like the show progressing and getting more budget and doing more things. So, although, yeah, like I said, I just, to me, I'm just like, even, I'm just looking at it from a perspective of perspective. Okay, even Superman would be in trouble with those three villains. Yeah, I mean Superman would need backup. I don't know that Superman could take on all. Three villains. Okay, mm-hmm. and yeah, to me, yeah, those those are those are Superman's like aside from Luthor, those yeah. are his biggest baddies. Right, You're, that's and and here's the irony: that, are are we wait? You tell me. Well, no, I take it back. I don't think we'll see Luthor. Because he is in the CW. See, this is what I'm talking about. I'm curious who's on this Krypton show because it's like you figure some of the characters that are in the CW shows are not going to show up there. So can't expect Super. Can't expect maybe not Lex Luthor. We've seen. Well, that's not true. We've seen parts of the Legion, but not all of the Legion. Um. We've seen Monel, we've seen uh, Saturn Girl, and we've seen Brainiac Five. We haven't seen many others. Legion, so maybe you could bring in other Legion. I mean, I'm just trying to think of who the Calvary is that you would be able to bring of other characters out of nowhere. I mean, there are certainly some. There certainly are some people I can think of that would fall into that but I don't think they're going to get access I don't you know they're a little obscure like the Omega Men yeah. or maybe... and then don't forget we are getting a Stargirl series too so right. that's going to take some more of the pie away from well, it, it, the DC right. catalog right and that's that's the interesting part too because it was funny I was just about I was just about to say well maybe Hawk but because you know, although Hawkman's a place now, because Hawkman is it Thangar or is it this new? Is this this other continuity where he they've been reincarnated over time, and now their 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 historics are are wrapped up with Shazam and Black Adam, um, which is what Jeff Johns created. 
Um, I don't know anymore. I can't remember. Uh, but but you get the point, which is Thangar hmm. would make a lot of sense. It's funny, Star Starfire would make sense, but she's in Titans, so yeah. you're not going to see her. Nope. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, I'm trying to think from a cosmic perspective. See, that's why Adam Strange made sense from a cosmic perspective. Right. Yeah, Adam Strange. Um, but now that I'm looking at it from other cosmic perspectives, I'm kind of like sitting here and I'm like, I don't know who you can... I mean, there are some heroes that have been touched that you could possibly bring in, but I can't think of any of the big ones that... Well... Guess we'll just have to wait and find out. Yeah, no, like I said... Stay tuned. Find out. I'm I'm looking at this from a perspective of... You're creating an awful lot for them to have. Now, in fairness... (laughs) I almost see this is my only fear, Mike, is that this show is going to be a show where really in reality, they're never going to overcome all this. Well, I mean, because think about it. I mean, the way that things are set up, I mean, Brainiac in theory has to, in theory, in theory, Brainiac at some point does need to take the city of Candle. Right. And bottle it. In theory. But. We'll see, you know. We'll see what how this works. For all, and, and and the scary part is, is the we're all assuming that this is based on Superman continuity, and this is this is Earth One Superman. God knows you could do anything, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, like you said, you you hopefully they haven't painted themselves in the corner with having this many villains to contend with. So yeah. Well, that's, that's, like I said, that's, that's to me, obviously they know what they're doing. I, I just, the only other thing I can think of is that, and it, and it would be interesting. I would love to see, it'd be interesting to see a fight between Zod and Doomsday, which I'm sure we're going to get, you know, are some of these villains going to fight each other? If that's the case, now that makes a little bit more sense, hmm. you know? But, um, yeah. But something still tells me this is part of, like, the Man of Steel WB continuity. Not the, like, not hoping that we're going to see, what you call it, uh, Cavill, but I'm just saying that Mm -hmm. I like how the the amalgamation of the technology between, uh, the, the Christopher Reeve Superman and the, the Russell Crowe Jor-El Superman. Uh Uh-huh. No, I like that part of it as uh-huh. well. And I know what's, I remember when, when I was watching season one, I was like, wow, they, they got a lot of budget in here. And now there was, towards the back half of season one, there was some padding. And I was, I talked about uh-huh. earlier, it's just like, well, they're walking around the same set lost. But, uh-huh. Well, but yeah, I'm going to keep watching. So hopefully it gets good. Yeah. No, and I had a feeling. I have high I hopes. Had a feeling, I had a feeling episode one was going to. Okay, come on, let's go. Come on, while we're young, let's well, go. Watching sci-fi, and they put that thing on the side where the actors, the villains, are making these cool, like trying to cool in quotation marks poses. I'm like, just give us the commercials, or just leave us alone. <laughs> Don't. Why are you have know. this thing on the side of the screen? I'm like, I'm trying to watch this show, and oh well. 
Yeah. And then they had like they're pulling like what they did with the Orville, where they have like sixty second commercials. I'm like, what is going on here? Like, I don't have time to get to the fridge and and make a sandwich. Wow, well, because they well. don't want you to. Because they're afraid about people changing the channel. Yeah. Uh, NBC does that a lot. Of, like, at their first commercial break is like a sixty. Yeah, yeah. Fox does that a lot with the Orville. Yeah, yeah. They do that with certain shows. Mm, okay. But um, yeah, no. Oh, uh, hey, speaking of which, uh, apparently we missed the, it should have come out this this week. It should have been Justice League 2. Really? Yeah, I know. Really? I can't believe that was a story. I what? can't believe that was, apparently, because I'm looking at it like online. On, this was the Nobody, projected release date? Yeah, this was a projected release date. Of so Justice League 2. Like, oh, there, thanks for. Yeah. It's I remember like, like two years ago with all this great stuff they had planned for 2019 for the for the 80th anniversary of yeah. Batman and none of it happened. They're like, shit. Yeah. So. Oh, well, yeah. Speaking of uh, DC uh, missteps, misfires or whatever, I guess CW put out a teaser, like a sizzle teaser thing for Batwoman and it's not uh, – people aren't liking it. Do you see this? You know what I'm talking about? You know, I'm aware of the teaser. I didn't think it was as bad as it just. Well, um, it's all comes down to not just like fighting the patriarchy, but giving a homeless person a gold watch. That's what most people have a problem with. I guess. I'm, and then just again. all the dude bros be all like, "Batman's dude bro." Like I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not about that. That's not my problem with it. I was okay with it too, but it just seems like the internet is like, like coming back swinging after yeah. this little promo, and it's like, all right. There's a few people that it's like that. There, it's like it just didn't look like a promo, and I'm like about this problem later. I really will. I think it's. You think it's what? I think it's it'll be fine. Yeah, I'm really sure Batwoman will be fine. I'll watch it because it's interesting and Ruby Rose is smoking hot. But but yeah, it looks well, good. I'll watch it. Yeah, like I, like I said, I'm you know to me to me it's intriguing and it's interesting and what see there's another example where I'm what they can and can't use and what they can and can't do. Cause, okay, great. You've got a, you've got a Batwoman show. Well, you know, forgive me, but Nightwing would be a great person to add to that show. Well, okay, no. You've put Dick Grayson. In with Titans. And Jason Todd on the Titans show. And Jason well, okay, Todd. Okay, great. <laughs> right, and Jason Todd. So, you're not get you're not getting that, probably. Um, you know, and you're probably not getting Batman. So I'm like, yeah, we got okay. one whole season of Titans. We didn't even get Batman. I thought you did. I thought we you did finally Batman. had Batman in the final episode, but it was just right. Batman, no dialogue. I guess they've cast someone for Batman or slash Bruce Wayne for season mm -hmm. two of Titans, but we still haven't gotten. I was like, that was my running joke while watching this with my friend Bill. About how Titans is pretty much Batman is like the um, the grown up in Peanuts, you know. You see Dick Grayson saying, "Come on, I want to fight too." But 
Yeah. Because wow. you only see like, like, like a, like no dialogue for Bruce or anywhere. So I yeah, I, 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 funny, I was, I have now had three people, you, a, another friend of mine, and I now have had two other friends of mine who are like, you are going to, they're like, you're going to hate this show. I'm like, <laughs> uh, and I'm like, really? They're like, yeah, you're going to hate this show. You're going to hate it. I'm like, uh. Really, it's, it's slow it's going, annoy- but it gets interesting towards the end. Like especially when, when uh, it's pretty yeah. much the show about Raven. Uh, uh, but once that, we get that, yeah. season one, uh, is pretty much all about Raven and the build up to Trigon. Yeah. And of course, a lot of it is also Dick Grayson and dealing with his demons and quite a yeah. bit of Hawk and Dove, but not so much about um, Beast Boy or Starfire. Yeah, well... But if you can see it other... for free, I'd recommend seeing Season 1 of Titans. Well, I'm I'm really tempted to buy the DC Universe for a month because yeah, I'm hearing good things... I'm hearing good things about Doom Patrol and my thought process is... Yeah, okay, I'm hearing good watch. shit about Doom Patrol. Yeah. So I'm tempted to buy it with the idea being between... The new Young Justice that's on there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, in, you, in July we're getting season two of Young Justice. Well, we've already had the first half of the season that's on there. Okay. So it's yeah. like there's half of the season there. There's a full season of Titans. There's a full season of Doom Patrol. And then, see, I almost kind of want to wait until after either Swamp Thing or Star to to try to to try to do it. But there's all these rumors that it may not exist. Well, yeah, because yeah. We there was an article about uh, DC Universe is not living up to expectations. Well, this goes back to here's an example of where some people had an idea, and it was an interesting idea, and I'm not against it, but they thought small. Versus where Disney realized what they had, they were smart, which is. Hey, you know what? We've got Star Wars and we've got... And this is two great franchises that we can use to launch our Disney Plus. Okay? And people will buy because people are interested. What Warner Brothers seemed to do instead was, well, we're going to create, like, this DC channel. And it's like, okay, great, but why would... And then the question has always been, well, okay, if, if Warner is going to create their own streaming service, how does that fit in? And I think there's a lot of people whose reaction is, well, I have a feeling at some point they're going to make this into a gigantic streaming service. And that, that's now what it And really, in reality, they'd have been better off thinking that way from the get-go. Um, yeah. I am well, surprised. I am surprised about the fact that Swamp Thing was pretty much canceled after the first episode. Like, basically, essentially, they're going to get one season, and that's it. And that's kind of surprising. Like, I've heard they haven't gotten... That yeah, that doesn't make sense, though. Why they should, after not even airing the whole first season, say, nope, it's already done. Like, maybe they're, yeah, maybe well, that's we'll a see. trial balloon. Maybe they're, maybe they're hoping that, that if Swamp Thing does mm-hmm. track positive, that they'll say, oh, we were just kidding. We'll bring you here. We'll make season two. Maybe. I mean, you know, I think some of it, 
look at it from this perspective, okay? Look at what Marvel's doing, what Disney's doing with Mar- with Disney Plus with Marvel. Think of the different characters that they're using to create miniseries with. Okay, Loki, um, uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon, uh, a Hawkeye series, Vision and Scarlet Witch. Those are all characters that everybody knows who that is. Okay. Now look at what DC Universe started with. With the exception of Titans, the other series are not characters that are major characters. No. We're all like third tier. Yeah, I mean, Swamp, well, once upon a time, Swamp Thing was a hot selling vertigo. But that's been a while, and that's not mainstream enough. When did that Just old like, 80s movie come out? It was like yeah, early 80s, the Swamp with Thing. Heather Locklear, yeah, with Heather Locklear, yeah. Was that, oh, that uh, buxom uh, uh, Burnett with the, uh, with the perm? I don't remember her actress's name. Or was it was it or was it Heather Thomas? One of those was in it. It was either Heather Thomas, which, um, but one of them was in it. And um, yeah, I mean, like Doom Patrol. I like Doom Patrol, but that's not going to get the general public to come. Or, or Stargirl. Stargirl's not going to get the general public. Now the Young Justice cartoon people. You know, that's a lot of the bigger heroes. The Harley Quinn cartoon that they're looking at doing with Kaylee Kudko that's yeah, supposedly yeah. coming out. Those those are good projects that, that make I've sense. Bought, I've, I've watched the last three uh, direct-to-streaming slash DVD uh, DC Universe animated features, and they've mm-hmm. been really good. Yeah, I mean, that's... I don't know. I just feel like... In a lot of ways, DC has their shit together. We've talked about this many times here. Yeah. Yeah. No, when it comes to TV, it's funny. When it comes to doing TV and, and animated, yeah, DC's, DC is, is kicking butt. I I think DC's doing much better than, now there'll be some people that will disagree because they like the Netflix shows. I didn't. I'll tell you this right now. I thought the Netflix shows were so boring um and and i'm glad that they're gone and i don't mean that (laughs) that i don't and i don't mean that i don't want those characters back but those shows money not even daredevil did you ever see punisher i heard season one of punisher was good see punisher i didn't see but by that point i had seen okay so by that point i had seen two seasons of daredevil i had seen one season of jessica jones one season of power of power of of Luke Cage, one season of Iron Fist, which was good for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> um, and did I, you I watch mean, the Defenders? I, I we watched it. I watched the Defenders, hmm. and here's a perfect example of where it gets. Okay, it took them two and a half episodes to get them all together, to... and that's hmm. okay. Except there were only freaking eight episodes. There are eight episodes. It took them two and a half to get all of them together at one point. And then the next two to three episodes are really, really good. And then it goes back to being boring as shit. Mm-hmm. And everything's in the darkness again and hard to see. And I'm just like, that was when I was like, that's it. I'm done. 
I'm not watching these shows again. I'm not. Yeah, I think I your friend's right. It. I think you're not going to like Titans <laughs> now that you've explained the Netflix series. Because th- it seemed like the for the majority of the mm-hmm. the run of season one of Titans, I think overall it was good. But I thought that was my the thought in the back of my head is that this is DC trying to ape the Marvel Netflix formula, and that's how it felt like yeah. to me. For a, but, but but I said it's worth a watch. And I yeah. still enjoy it. And it leaves I'm you like, at a cliffhanger, did. a good cliffhanger. So well, the, I'm looking the forward other, to seeing two. Though. Yeah, I heard about what the cliffhanger was, which I thought at least sounded interesting. Yeah. Because um, at least it sort of plays off of... That's my other problem. That was my one book. Is I mean, that was... like You know how like, there are certain people, like X-Men, it's like, you know the X-Men. They know all of it. And if you screwed with it, they'll tell you. And they'll be annoyed as hell. Titans was my book that way. Okay? Mm. That was my book. That was the book that was like, if you screw with it, I will know. I will know exactly what you screwed with and how. And, and like, like it's funny. Like There are people like talking about Hawk and Dove and how great it is, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't give it. And it's like, don't get me wrong. If you had more episodes, maybe I'd care. But I don't care about it. Hmm. Give me more Donna Troy. That's my Titan. Yeah, she was... Not and why used is Cyborg enough. The, and why is Cyborg not in, in the right in the right show? What the hell's that about? <laughs> well, we know, you know why, but still, you're right. Yeah, we want well, Cyborg. but but yeah, I mean, and then it, my understanding is it. I and I didn't even see the show, but people are like, "Oh yeah, it takes them practically all season." Oh shit! Yeah, oh, it's not till the no, like the last no, few no. episodes where the four of them are finally okay. Oh. Let's let's test our powers. So. Like I said, it's yeah. But yeah. as a Titans fan, I think you should still watch it. Can I ask you a question? Do they skimp on Starfire's powers? Yeah. Like, does she not use the powers very often? She uses her powers uh, when she when she it does very no, but she doesn't fly in this because uh-huh. obviously it's still TV budget, so. She's still driving around in a car. <laughs> oh, well, maybe she doesn't realize, but shit, she lost her memory, so she hasn't realized her. Yeah, no, that. Well, okay, then maybe that. Okay, you can do that. Yeah. No, no, because because seriously, no joke. Um, Iron Fist. Okay, I swear to you, Iron Fist. Almost the entire first season, you rarely see him use the glowing Iron Fist. And it's, oh, I lost my chi. I can't find my chi. How do I get my chi back? And all this stuff like this. Ch-ch-ch-chia. Well, the worst part is, it's like, really? That's what you're going with? Why didn't you just put enough budget for you to use the damn iron fit? Well, they're going with the less is more approach. Right. Well, that's... When you finally get that payoff, it's going to be awesome. Right? Right. Right? Well, at the same time... Right? I guess. At the same time, my reaction is, it's like... Okay, you what? Did you just not have enough budget? Mm. He's the freaking Iron Fist. Why are you skimping on the <laughs> Iron Fist? Ah, seriously? <laughs> God. All right, sorry. Just oh, well. So yeah, yeah uh, season I, two yeah. of Krypton happening, and we're watching. So yeah, hopefully, yeah. it's fingers crossed. It's going to be season good. Two, season two of Krypton, much better than the Netflix shows. 
much better than the Netflix shows. Um, really, in my opinion, maybe the one of the better season one of Krypton was maybe one of the better superhero shows out there right now. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. That should be coming out soon. They did. They did post. I don't remember if they had or not, but um, uh, Shazam should be coming out on uh, digital and DVD soon. Because mm. like that that movie was originally, I guess, from what I heard, because the movie takes place at Christmas time, so the movie was originally going to be out over the holidays, but it got scared uh-huh. because of all the other tent poles, like. Mary uh-huh. Poppins and B and Aquaman and whatnot. So uh-huh. anyway, um, so that should be coming out. And then they posted a release date for Endgame, which is, uh, I think, like DVD in like early, mid-August, like end of July okay. it comes out on streaming. So Yeah, I have to get to the theater. That I might want to see one more time. You want to see one more theater. time? No, I saw it three times. I'm good. I'll wait till yeah. – me I, and my I, bladder will wait until I can watch it at home. <laughs> Yeah, because here's the thing. I'm like, it'll be available on demand, but it won't be on Netflix. Nope. It's going to be on Disney Plus. So that means, all right, am I going to want to watch it at home or do I want to watch it in the movies one more time? Or, yeah, you know, I don't know. Well, well, I'll see. I still, I honestly, there's only really one scene I really want to see again. Which is the one where basically it's like, Okay, it looks like everything in their mother, Captain America. <laughs> and he's like, okay, bring it. Gotta you know, find like, Howard the Duck. You know, and then everything opens up and all these things show up. And it's all the like, portals yeah. show up. Oh, yeah, that final battle, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, uh, uh, you yeah, know, then, then Tony, maybe. Well, Tony maybe dies. We don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You know. Tony, you know, Robert Downey Jr. wants some money. He'll be back. He'll be back as a hologram or something. He'll be back. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, you, exactly. Dollars you, to uh, donuts. Here's I'm making a call here now. We're going to see some new footage of a message Tony makes. He made him. He made him message for his wife and kid in case things went bad, and they did. So, yeah, I, dollars to donuts, he made a message for Peter Parker. Probably. So, I'm you looking know, for, it, yeah, Spider-Man. Woo! Can I say that's the one thing? There are two things about this homecoming thing. Far from home? I don't know. Maybe, you know, yeah, far from home and home. Well, we're not going to get, it, it seems like we're not going to get J. Jonah Jameson. And this, and this, Maybe not yet. In, in any of these. And the other thing is... We still you know, in high school. I don't, well, but Peter Parker was in high school when he worked for the for the Daily Bugle. Okay. Um, at least originally he did. And I think he um, was in, but, in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man too. I think he was still in right, high school. Right, right. The difference is... The difference is... is, is the difference is, is... It seems as though... It seems as though in... The Marvel... The, in the MCU Spider-Man... Aunt May seems to have a decent enough job. Yeah, and at, if uh, uh, she and Happy are um, yeah, dating, exactly. then she's going to be okay. 
right, that, that you don't need Peter Parker to work at the Daily Bugle, which is on... I, I, I guess that's okay. Yeah, I don't, we got enough of that with the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, you know? Yeah, I can never have enough. I can never have enough J. Jonah Jameson, though. <laughs> he really is one of the best characters created. Uh, uh, although nobody can do it as good as what's his name. The guy who played him in, in the Tobey Maguire. He was great. Oh, he what's his name? He was perfect. The guy uh, who played Commissioner Gordon in the Justice Yeah, and, the, and he's uh, he's in the Farmer's Insurance commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, that guy. He's great. He was he's yeah. awesome in that. He is like, Serene McKellen was born to play Gandalf. This guy was born to be JJJ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. That, that one scene in Spider-Man 2 where he's like, boy, I wish we had Spider-Man. And he steals, he steals, he steals the, he steals the, the costume. And he's like, damn you, Spider-Man! <laughs> Literally turns around and she's like, it's like cursing Spider-Man. After he was like, we could really use Spider-Man now. <laughs> well, I think we saw some of that in Spider-Verse because there, there's a percentage yeah. of the population where it's like, he's a menace. Yeah. Where yeah. there'll be some proxy well, for J. Jonah Jameson if he's not going to be actually film. And then uh, Peter in the MCU hasn't really taken to photography in no. this uh, film. So No, well, and that's, that's well, I mean, that, that goes, it's funny. That's the only other thing is I feel like Robert Downey, I feel like, Tony Stark is turned into ben, the the Uncle Ben. Peter. Well, we still had Ben MCU. Parker. We still had a Ben. We just didn't see that. We didn't see that story on screen because we've seen it enough times, and I'm fine with that. I guess I I wouldn't mind a flashback at a at a spot. Nah, no, well, we don't. I don't think we need it. I mean, I wouldn't mind a you know Peter's in this moment of doubt and. He has a hallucination, and there's Uncle Ben. I, I just wouldn't mind it. Um, if it turns into being Tony Stark shows up, then I'm going to be like... I saw something today, on. some joke on Twitter or something. With great power comes a great big electric bill. Mm. Yeah, that was it. That was all I got. Thanks for listening, <laughs> folks. We'll see you next week. Anyway. Uh... Oh, I did catch something <laughs> interesting. What was that? Um, there's some rumors about, um, there's some rumors out there about directions on where they're going for phase four. And there's a rumor out there, definitely spoiler land, that apparently, um, Stark Tower is going to be bought by Oscorp. Okay. Which means that Norman Osborn is going to be part of the MCU. Now, it's interesting. I've read a few things and heard a few things about Norman Osborn maybe being part of, uh, a big part of Phase 4, which is interesting because they don't have rights to Norman Osborn unless them and, they and Sony had a conversation. Maybe. I don't know. You know, so we'll see. I'm curious. That's um, right, because Green Goblin was kind of, sort of, only tiny bit in the animated Spider-Verse film. He was yeah. in it for like five seconds. So well, the other so, thing yeah, is, Sony still has to take care as a red side thing. Well, so here's the thing: I don't know how how much you've read recently in, in terms of Marvel, but at one point, uh, Norman Osborn becomes the Secretary of Defense for the United States of America, and ironically, it's around the time of Civil War. 
I think, or after that. Well, I was and, never really. Right. And essentially, he becomes kind of a villain. At one point, he becomes a, an Iron Man villain or, or an Avengers villain where there's a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, and it's funny because there are a few people, few times in Avengers where people are like, we should kill this guy. And Spider-Man like, hey, what are you doing? Hey, if anybody was going to kill him, he's done a lot to me over the years. Uh, no, we're not killing him. We don't kill people. We're superheroes. Um, right. Which is kind of... Which you know, is cool, so. like like when at the end of Homecoming when he saved... Um, yeah, yeah. Vulture. Yeah, and he's supposed to be... The, supposedly, Michael Keaton's supposedly going to be back. I, yeah, I think they're somewhere. probably going to be like a cameo or something, maybe of his trial or a hearing or something. Uh, well, they so we'll see a little bit of uh, Vulture. Yeah, well, and they certainly set up the possibility of Scorpion for the future. Yes, they did. That's, because that's who's bugging Vulture. Who that's who's bugging... Um, that's who's bugging uh, in Michael the post credit scene. Yeah, yeah, he's the, the one who's all like, scene. "Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah." No, and and he said, "If I knew who Spider Man was, he'd be dead already." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, um, so yeah, that's that's kind of where. Yeah, well, like I said, I think I don't know. Do we do we have anything? Oh, I do want to mention one other thing. You'll get a kick out of this. Okay. Um, it, I have learned. That perhaps the voice on the Waze app is best as is. You know, how you have like the GPS app. Yeah. And you're like, God, you know, what if I could switch it to a different voice? Right? Yeah. So Waze had the option to switch to Sesame Street characters. Oh my God. And I thought, oh, that'll be interesting. That could be fun. And so I did it. And then. You know, I had parked already, and I went my I went I went my separate ways and all that kind of stuff. So I, it had been a while, and I had forgotten that. So I get in the car, and I'm in the car with my mom, and I turn on the to the, the GPS, and all of a sudden I hear, "Oh, me gonna take you? Let's go get cookie." <laughs> oh my! And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, right? And I'm like. What the? I'm like, oh yeah, that's, I did do that, didn't I? Um, I remember when um, we were traveling with my friend Matt. We had gone to Canada just uh-huh. over the border. He lived in Buffalo, and we went over the border to Canada, and uh, he had a, a saucy uh, British voice uh, after 30 yards, turn right, uh, on, mm. on his tom-tom of all things. We used to have these separate devices for GPS, not our right, phones. So right. that was interesting. So here's the thing. I would think you'd think Cookie Monster. Nothing nothing about Cookie Monster could piss you off, right? <laughs> Apparently not when I have to deal with traffic. Um, I got stuck in a really bad construction area. Yeah. And, and literally, this is what he tells me. Oh, traffic backed up. Gonna take a little while. Maybe we play I Spy? Oh, God. Okay, this can get... Like, I see like, maybe something to entertain the kids. I like... That's how you have to see it through what what through the lens of 
having to deal with kids in the car too. I guess, but I'm sitting there at the moment. I'm running late. This traffic is de- is horrible. Yeah. This is the last thing on my mind. And he want to play ice spot? No, Cookie Monster. <laughs> I don't want to play ice. Spot. No, what? What's to get me out of this godforsaken stupid traffic jam? Get me out of here. Get me a cookie or something. Damn it. <laughs> I. I'll see. I, I so far. The only thing that's interesting is that supposedly it was supposed to be multiple stressing me street voices rotate, but for some strange reason I'm only getting and in oh, some man. ways I'm I'm kind of thankful for this because I found out who the other rotating voices are. Who was it? Big Bird. Yeah. Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> that could, like I said, yeah, okay. Maybe. And then there's this last one. And I know as soon as I say it, I know what my reaction would be if I had to. Elmo gonna help oh. you get where you gotta go. <laughs> Elmo. Of course. Oh, oh, God. I just would I'd throw that thing I'm, out the window after 10 minutes if I had to listen to that. Oh, exactly. I'm just glad mine is stuck on Because <laughs> I love Big Bird, but I don't think I want Big Bird giving me direction. And um, I don't. And Oscar the Grouch might be. Jerk. Um, and Elmo, you don't want Oscar don't want. Uh, saying recalculating. I yeah. yeah, I think at one point they had the option to use C three PO, and I'm glad I didn't. I'd have understood Han Solo. It's like no, I, I, I need I a Jawa on my GPS. Yeah. Well, it's like I just saw something <laughs> about. People are like trying to petition to get the rock to be there to be on their Alexa, and I'm like, now that's a bad idea. Mm. That is a bad idea. Do you really want the rock on your? This no, is I not don't. This no. is not. Um, could you imagine the rock doing your GPS? Hey, Jabroni, you were supposed to make a left. <laughs> Jabroni, take your. <laughs> yeah, nah. yeah. No, I I just thought I'd bring. Okay. Got any other news or uh, any final thoughts here before we head out? Yeah. Well, I. Uh, well, I, I think we're good. I think. Uh, I think the final thought is how do they, how do they reach us? Where do they get us? What do they do? We are on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. Like us on Facebook. That's where we got all these funny stories and such. We get our nerd stories. But we also get our funny stories from our sister podcast. Or brother podcast, our fellow podcast, News of the Squared. Shout out to Scott. Scott! And we're on YouTube. Click the bell, subscribe. You'll get new episodes, notifi- no- notifications on there. And of course, we're on Anchor and Podbean. Listen on the free app through your mobile device. And we have the email too. SOTRT podcast at gmail.com. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for us this Mike Boyle. I'm Jeff Stein. Ivan Rivera back with us next week. Yeah, man. Thanks for listening, and uh, we will see you next week.